Welcome to the first episode of the Rethinking Church podcast. My name is Tim Fox. I'm the pastor at Hydrant Church in Goldsboro, North Carolina, and the founder of Rethink Small, an organization that hosts conferences and does a little bit of coaching and consulting to help small churches, especially, but any church, to find their unique calling, to find their gifting, to find their vision and ability to make a difference right where they are as they are. Over the course of 20 years of ministry, I have done about anything you can do in church ministry. I have been a part-time janitor. I've done middle school ministry and youth ministry. I have worked in sports and discipleship and outreach, designed uh, bulletins and websites and anything the church needed for marketing. We have started venues and restarted a church in 2013 that was at the end of its life cycle or was recognized, recognizing at least that it was getting near the end of its life cycle. And we decided and, and felt God calling us to lay down our lives, to lay down the life of the church for the sake of the lost, for the sake of the kingdom, for the sake of the gospel. And we followed through on his leading and, and closed the church in the summer of 2013, relaunching and finding ourselves in this weird hybrid of church revitalization and church planting, trying to find our way forward. A bit of a catastrophe. If it could go wrong, it went wrong. Money wasn't coming in. People certainly weren't coming in. And, and to be honest, as a leader and a pastor, I hadn't fallen out of love with Jesus, but I had certainly lost love for his bride, the church. And, and in that season, while I love Jesus, his, his bride had just become a burden. It was just difficult. Everything was a weight. Everything was a challenge. Everything seemed to bring grief and pain and loss instead of joy and hope and, and partnership and, and community and joy and salvation. It was hard. Part of that reality was the challenge of leading in a small church feeling anonymous, feeling invisible, and feeling the, the struggle of wanting more for the church and for the people of the church than they seem to want for themselves. Other parts of it were just the reality of being weary, being, being tired, having been through a lot and not sure how to move forward. It was during this season of brokenness that God began to teach me some lessons, that he began to wake me up and help me to see. It was during the season that I dove into understanding the church. I dove into understanding leadership, dove into understanding the development of teams and recruiting and breaking down the barriers between the church and community. And, and this podcast is designed to be an encouragement, to be an encouragement to leaders and to pastors in churches of all sizes. It's designed to provide some inspiration for rethinking what you're doing. As I've worked with churches over the last uh, two decades, I find that so many churches are stuck in ruts. They're stuck doing the same things they've been doing for years or decades or sometimes 
for centuries. I meet pastors who are, who are doing ministry based on the way they saw their childhood pastor do ministry. The world around us has changed. People around us have changed. The needs are changing. And in this season, more than any other time, we as leaders need vision. We need passion. We need purpose. We need a connection, a deep connection with God that allows us to hear his voice, allows the, the creativity of his spirit to flow through us to make a difference in the, the people of our church, to make a difference in our communities, to make a difference in our countries and in the world around us. When leaders get better, everything gets better. And, it, and my desire is to just to come alongside with, with experiences, with scripture, with stories, with things that we have learned over time about how to rethink church in a way that would allow us to be who we were created to be, to, to do the work of ministry and mission that we were created to do. We are invited in this journey with Jesus that is designed to move us outward, that is designed to reach those people who feel lost and marginalized and written off, to, to meet the needs that are built into our humanity for salvation, for community, for belonging, for impact, for influence. And so if we can begin to create this place where we can have some dialogue and to, to share ideas and to help us together to rethink church. Over the, these first couple of episodes, I want to just take a few minutes to share some of the things that I learned during that really difficult time. There are six or seven lessons that God began to teach me during this time that I that have stayed with me through the years and have continued to influence me, continue to influence the staff team here, continue to influence the way that I see and do ministry now and, and with others and, and through the, the opportunities that he has given me to, to share that influence. And the the first of those lessons, just to, to dive right in, was to stop trying to be something I'm not. I heard, I heard someone say not long ago that within the heart of nearly every pastor is a dream of a megachurch that needs to die. There is a dream of pastoral celebrity that needs to die. There are these big dreams that didn't come from God that have been birthed out of a culture that says bigger is better and until you make it big, you haven't made it. You haven't done anything. And there are so many of us that are trying to be something we're not. We're built as shepherds, but we're trying to be the leader. We're built as leader, and we're trying to be that people person. Or we're, we're built as, uh, as someone who is designed to care and nurture people, but we're trying to lead an organization, and we're getting lost in translation. Our churches are trying to be something they're not. We gather with 20 or 30 or 40 or 75 are a hundred people and we try to mimic 
the service that a church of a thousand or two thousand does. We go to a conference and we take this idea that worked at that church of 20,000 and we we try to force it on volunteers and team leaders or staff members and and try to make it happen. We're trying to to copy the, the amazing and remarkable video capabilities of that big church. And, and to be honest, we feel the pressure, right? We, we, we feel the pressure to perform Sunday after Sunday that if we don't do a good enough job and that video is not good enough, they'll just click over to some other church in town. They'll just watch the video of that pastor that's known around the world. And we don't feel like we have been called to pastor. We have not felt the 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 real identity of who we are and I had to stop pretending to be something I'm not it was hard for me at first because it hydrant is a small church we are in a military town and there's turnover and it's this rhythm of life that keeps hydrant small and and I began to to wonder and be frustrated with God and wonder why he kept me in a place like this. And it was during that time that he just kept challenging me to let go and to stop trying to be something I'm not. To stop trying to force the church to be something that it's not. I needed to understand who I am, who I was created to be, And to lean into that reality without fear, without insecurity, without trying to to be something else. Over and over again in scripture, we see men and women who struggle with this, this sense of needing to be something they're not to do what God's asking them to do. Maybe one of the first in scripture that we see really clearly is is Moses. Moses is being called by God to lead his people from one place to another, to lead them from point A to point B, to lead them from slavery to freedom, from brokenness to blessing. And the only thing he can see is this need to pretend to be something he's not. All he can see is his limitations and his need to to fake it. And God just says, what do you have in your hand? You see, God has made you just as you are. He's placed you right where you are. You matter. Your calling matters. The work that you do matters. Your church matters. There is no insignificant part of the mission And we can't allow ourselves to to drift into this place where we're simply pretending to be something else because we fail to see the advantages that we've been given. We fail to see how how really David had an advantage when he went against Goliath. You see, David and Goliath seems like the story of a boy against a giant. But really, really, it was the story of a slinger against a foot soldier. The the story of a sniper against a ground troop. 
When David stepped onto that field with a sling, everyone knew he was going to be able to take out Goliath without ever being close to him. He wasn't going to get in reach of Goliath's sword. He wasn't going to get in reach of that spear because he could hit a target a hundred yards away the size of a quarter with that sling. He used who he was and what he had to do what God had asked him to do. You have everything you need. You are everything you need to do what God is asking you to do. It's time to do it. We can't sit back. We can't wait on someone else to give us the answers. We need to get on our knees. We need to get into the word. We need to get with our teams and we need to seek God's guidance. We need his direction. We need him to show us the future. And he will. Built into your church are strategic advantages. There are things that you can do at your size, with your ministry, with your properties, that no one else can do in your community. You have to do those things and do them well. Start with only the things you can do and it won't matter what you're not. You won't have to pretend to be something you're not. You can simply be who God created you to be, doing what he created you to do. That's what people are really looking for in a leader. My name is Tim. It's been great to connect with you. If this has been helpful to you, share it, subscribe. You can get videos of this on YouTube or go to Apple Podcasts for the audio. Can't wait to be with you. Look for us every week. New content from Rethinking Church.